Today on the Holmes Real Estate Podcast, uh, Chris Van Bell is just back from hearing NAR economist Lawrence Yoon speak and gives his thoughts on the state of Michigan's economic and housing climate. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. This is the Holmes Real Estate Podcast. I'm Peter Toring. And I'm Chris Van Bell. And today we are talking about... Uh, an event that Chris just attended that I was unfortunately unable to due to some, due to some uh, unforeseen water in my basement. We had a massive storm this morning. <laughs> it it, it kind of sucks because you actually wanted to go. Yeah, the, the one event I actually wanted to go to. We have people, and I'm not going to say producers, not producers, whatever, that you should go and see stuff like this because it really, really helps out your business, and they're not there. I'll tell you this. I, if, if you guys, if anybody knows me in person, I, I hate networking events with a fiery passion. Uh, so for me, actually wanting to go to a board meeting or a networking event is very unusual. I and the one I wanted to go to, I wasn't able to. So that really sucks. irritating morning. But off we go. It was uh, National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yoon, who was the keynote speaker, who we've seen before. He's fantastic, brilliant mind. Oh, truly. What, what a smart cat. He really is. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we figured, you know what, let's kind of recap this, what he talked about and go over a little bit of really what uh, Michigan's economic state is like. Obviously, we're not economists, uh, but the economy does impact the housing market and it impacts all of you here in Southeast Michigan. So let's dive right into it. And uh, of course, we're trying to convey this from notes and memory and all that other good stuff. Right. So if our stats are off, don't be in the comments. Oh, your stats are inaccurate. They might be. Just but warning. If you go to the National Association of Realtors.com, you can definitely go in there and check out and look at all the different stats they offer. Yeah. I mean, they, they are stat monsters. Yep. But we are going, so we're going to kind of speak in generalities here, but we're going to hopefully kind of give you the tenor and feel of where we are economically here in Michigan. And one of the good things we can start off with in, in the state of Michigan We've been a little bit slower than others, but our job growth is really, really kicking off. Um, we we put, I think, in the last year, 600 to 800,000 new jobs in the state of Michigan. That's also a great thing for the housing market, and that's a great thing for us. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing to see, too, especially with some of the layoffs that some of the automakers have, to see that there's other job growth outside of the auto industry is actually really encouraging. And then also, I heard some uh, reports that a lot of those jobs are going to be kind of reassigned. Uh, into different areas. Right. Uh, I, I know I've certainly shared my thoughts on this before. I've thought that, hey, once they didn't have to have low-profit vehicles, they're not going to make low-profit vehicles, and they'll switch it into high-gear making higher-profit vehicles, which is, uh, I know FCA is now going to come out with a Jeep Wagoneer and a couple mm -hmm. of other high-profit vehicles. So hopefully those jobs will, will uh, kind of come back there as well. And along with um, going up in jobs, wages are increasing too. Most of the United States in general, 1% to 2% increase. Michigan is about 3 to 4% going up. So more money in your pocket, more money to spend, more money to save, more well, money to invest. And especially if you look to Michigan is, uh, I believe we're in the top 15 of uh, affordability as far as housing and, and general yeah. living costs. We're, we don't have exorbitant state taxes, things like that. So if you have wage, you know, higher wage growth in a state like Michigan, you know, that is not necessarily a, a very high cost of living state versus, you know, three or four percent in California where you're seeing tax hikes and, you know, other uh, things that are siphoning money out of your pocket, it's, it really means more money in your pocket that you can do what you will. Well, with. and that's why these big hitters like Amazon and Google are taking a look at Michigan for mm -hmm. places to put their bases or places to work for their employees. So, yeah, and I'm sure that's part of the job growth. I, obviously, there is. I'm not sure if you've driven by it. It's a 23 mile in Shelby. Uh, the the Amazon facility there is it's, it's monster. Massive. It's a monster. Massive. 
So, and with all that other good news being said, there is a worker shortage in the state of Michigan. If you look at the trades um, and some of these other careers, even in the technology fields, there's a shortage right now um, of people not stepping up to the plate or getting the required training to do these jobs. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of jobs, and in, in, in part of it is in fields that people don't want to be in. Part of it is we've talked before. Uh, you know, when I was coming out of school, the you know we were um, just heading into the depths of the recession. This has been 2008. Uh, and so, you know, the, the thing that we were seeing auto workers lose their jobs, right. everyone was coached, no matter who you are, go to college, go to college, go to college, get a degree to get a degree. And it really is, was probably not the best advice for a lot of those kids. And now we're seeing that in a, uh, you know, a, a surplus of, of those skilled trades jobs. And I'm sure well, a lot of people have you have these that. kids that they're, they're not class sitting book learning individuals. Mm-hmm. I know I'm one of them. I'm better off if I can, if I can touch it, feel it, move it, mm-hmm. do it. You put a book in front of me, and I look at you like I'm completely dumb. So um, I would be more better suited in a trade as I was. We all know I was a chef for 20 years. I could do everything by hand. So, you know. A lot of those skills translate into real estate. Um, so, the yeah, that's, a, a, a I think, a big thing, too. And what goes along with that is uh, with when you have unfilled jobs, when, you have, when you've got more work than, than, uh, than people – it can lead certainly to a an air of confidence, and I know too we've got a, a, our consumer confidence index has gone up, and I think our realtor confidence in, index as well. Right, both indexes have gone up st- st- uh, substantially, as well as the home buying sentiment yeah. has gone up too. Um, from 2018, we were down quite a bit because of the multiple offers and the not just only that and the low inventory. And and also, Chris makes a great point with low inventory and multiple offers, but also there was talk left and right in 2018 of recession, 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 recession. And more recession. Right. And now, I don't think I've... I, I just saw it, um, and I believe it is now eight of the top uh, 10 or so uh, leading economists in the nation think that they, there's very little chance of recession in 19 and possibly even into 2020. I've heard as far as 2021, yeah. um, they're talking from here at least 18, possibly 24 months of steady economic growth just because of the way things are. Now, all these recession talkers, um, I mean, people are always looking for a new story. People are always looking for something mm-hmm. negative now. We're in a very, very high-charge political environment. Yeah, well, and the, and the signs were so, there. I mean... But because we've been going up for so long, they're mm-hmm. looking for, okay, it's got to come down. But mm-hmm. if you look at uh, a country like Australia, they've been in an upward market for, I think, the last 25 years. Yeah, and it doesn't mean necessarily, guys, as, as far as the housing market goes, that we're going to continue to see. I mean, we had years of you know 6 to 11% growth in housing. That's not going to happen. We had areas that had 15% growth. Yeah. That the, was silly. You're not going to see that again. But what you not will sustainable. see, you'll see 15 to 3% growth in housing. You know, which mm-hmm. is good appreciation. We, Chris and I, were just discussing this the other day. House appreciation nationally is like three or four percent. Here in Michigan, it's like one and a half to two percent. But that's good and steady. And also, too, uh, you know, if you have, um, you know, the consumer demand that we're looking at, right. if, if the market's appreciating too quickly, that's where that consumer demand went away because the market appreciated too quickly. Buyers got cooled off, uh, and then they kind of had to dip their feet back in the market this year. Well, we had that episode where we talked about you, you admitting, you know, that. The bubble didn't burst, and we thought it was because if a bubble grows too much, yeah, I've been wrong now for three years. Yeah, I'm I'm turning into Peter Schiff apparently, (laughs) where I'm predicting doom and gloom every year. Yeah, but it's just kind of cool the way everything's going. Um, Yeah, we found out uh, another thing I found interesting. You know, my wife is a a lender. Mm -hmm. 
Mortgage applications are up 7%. Now, it doesn't mean everybody's getting a loan, everybody's buying a house, but that's another step that the, the, the urge and the want for the home ownership is there and the belief that we can get a home. I think that there's also, was this more mortgage applications or mortgage pre-approvals? More mortgage, just the application. Okay, because I also would venture to bet that pre-approvals numbers are up. I think that's because buyers are more educated now than they've they've ever been before, in, you know, shopping rates. Uh, but also, like we've uh, the, the the next stat is that open house foot traffic is up, which is kind of an interesting stat after you know the more stuff we do online. Um, but it just shows people are out and about, and I think that not only is it showing that people still like to see houses in person, but also that people are feeling good about maybe moving maybe putting their house on the market. They're feeling good about how the housing market is going. And I think the people are out and about, um, you know, checking out what's out for sale. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Cause no matter, no matter what you see on the internet, you want to make sure you can physically see and feel what the environment's like in that home. Right. And it means again, too, you know, people are out, out shopping and that's, that's a good thing. You know, empty, empty malls mean, uh, mean bad economic times, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, let's talk about new construction real quick. Yeah. Um, that's making up only 10% of the real estate market right now. Mm-hmm. So in general, it's pretty low, but we're having a hard time again, employment, uh, getting more people to do the works on the houses, build them, get the construction people. And it's also driving costs. And, and oh, yeah. You know, so the, and, and obviously we ideally would like to see what 15 to 18% of the market be new construction. Yep. Um, but uh, I think part of it too is we're now seeing, and we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go really into it. But um, you know, a lot of people want to keep their house payments low, and you're, and you're not seeing a lot of new construction just because of the costs uh, in in a reasonable price range. So, and, and with all that driving down the inventory, because mm-hmm. it's just not picking up with the people ready to buy, um, we're, we're we're finding that people are staying in their houses a little bit longer. Usually, it's eight to se- ten years, seven to eight years yeah. is in general, but now we're seeing ten to eleven years just because. They're saying, I don't have to move. I've got money in my house. Right. So why not wait until I find the house that I want? Yep. Which is also good because you're not seeing, I think, what's the stat on um, uh, on folks who are uh, late on their mortgages? Didn't you say it's down to 2% or something? Yeah. that That's incredible because back in the crash, uh, we were up over 15%, I think. It was right. just something astronomical. So which means we're not seeing foreclosures. We're, we're probably not going to see a ton of short sales. I think I've mm. seen one in the last six months. I, I, um, there was one. Yeah. So, you know, the... Um, I mean that that's that's fantastic, and it means in general. I mean, not as great for me looking for rental properties, uh, but it is great for our market overall. It's great. For, <laughs> it means our, our economy is good. People aren't losing their homes, losing their jobs, which is great. That's incredible. And then you know we we did cover a little bit about uh, homeowners tend to build wealth more than renters. You yeah. and I have taken that dead horse, and we have beaten the snot out of it over yeah. and over again. Oh yeah. Um, so check out the other podcast if you want to learn more about that. Uh, but I think in general, it seems like we are. Uh, and again, of course, a lot of this is housing-related economics, so sorry that we're not going too much into stocks and bonds. I mean, I'm sure he covered the 10-2 yield curve a little bit, that it you know, it, it reversed for like five seconds right. uh, earlier in the year. That's, for those of you that don't necessarily follow the 10-2 uh, bond yield curve, is the, it's predicted, what is it, six out of the last seven recessions? Uh, and if it, right. so if, if it's uh, stayed inverted for more than uh, six months, that might not it's be It's like, true, and but. then right now it's kind of close. Mm-hmm. But again, with the interest, that was already when the interest rates were really, really high. Yeah. We were talking about eight, 10, 11% interest rates. 
we're at three to five percent. We're hovering in that area. I know that's a huge margin. But Average today is four one two national. I just closed one at three four two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, again, this has just kind of been a general overview of what's going on in the state, especially real estate related. If you want to know more information, feel free to go check it out. We'll link out uh, to NAR's website. Of course, if you want to know more about getting into your new dream home, give either Chris or I a call or a text message or comment if you have real estate uh, or housing market or mortgage or title or uh, general economic condition questions. We'll do our best to get those answers. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care.